welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 246th time on this Friday, August 20th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Handwritten in Concrete. Accidents happen. It's just a fact of life, right? Sometimes you fall off a ladder while painting, and other times you drop an ice cream cone filled with your favorite flavor. So it's safe to say that accidents come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Some people have figured out that several types of those accidents can come with a little monetary gain, float them a little bit of an extra payday, if you know what I'm saying. And the worse the accident is, the more money is involved. I wouldn't necessarily call that a win-win, although, yeah, I'll admit, you do get something out of the pain. And that's the thing. Opinions differ because someone in San Diego didn't get the memo of how I think about it, so he just went along with his own thing. Here's what happened. He was in a bike lane, just riding along happily, and then he encountered an uneven piece of concrete. And hearing that, I'll admit, you'd be justified in thinking, Ah, come on, what an easy fix. Just go around it. It's that simple. It's just concrete after all. Now, you see, that's where you'd be wrong. You might think it was just a scraped knee and a bit of blood. No way. It resulted in a broken leg and a concussion for the unfortunate rider. Oh yeah, and did I mention he was also knocked unconscious? It's at this point I, along with everyone else listening, would be justified if we thought that this guy might have been onto something. Or at least we would be until I mentioned that he was seeking a $1 million payout. I know, hold your gasps, it's insane, right? He wants one and a quarter million dollars from the state for the hazard, and it was unanimously approved by the San Diego City Council last week. And if that's not enough, he's seeking another million dollars from a landscaper and 300000 from an arborist. They were both in charge of maintaining the area. The concrete was raised by a tree root, and two inches was all it took. Broken bones, broken bike, broken dreams. Eventually, the case was settled, though. It took five years to do it, but... Better late than never, I guess. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 15, verse 31 says, The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. So from just reading in between the lines and all throughout the chapter here in Mark 15, we know that the time for the atonement of sin has come. Jesus is being crucified. And another thing that stuck out to me with this verse is the fact that later on in the chapter, the Pharisees were saying, come down from the cross, save yourself so we can believe. Of course, we know this was in mockery because they didn't believe he could do it. But in reality, Jesus could if he wanted to. But he didn't, did he? Now, that might cause a lot of people to think, well, if he could take himself down from the cross and stop the torment, stop the torture, why didn't he? Well, because he loved us that much. He was willing to endure it to the point of death. And by not saving himself, he saved more than anyone could have imagined. Did you catch that? By dying a physical death and rising again on the third day, he saved countless others, like you and I, from an eternal death separation from God. He died for the sins of the entire world, and he lives today. 
in the hearts of all who believe in him. Jesus died for those who know him and for those who don't. I believe it was a labor of love that Jesus performed on the cross so that one day we can meet him in the air. If only we'll accept his free gift of salvation. If only we would accept the free gift he paid for by his stripes. Then friends, you and I, we can truly be healed. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is fake gardening facts. And before we start, this hashtag is a little bit intimidating because... I I don't really have a green thumb, and apparently I'm not alone because these people don't either. The first response of four in this is, if you plant a bulb in October, you'll have a standard lamp in March. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that if this was true, sweet elderly southern ladies would run every Home Depot out of business come spring. In some circles, I would say planting is much more than a hobby, that it's a way of life. It's probably similar to the whole who has the best lawn debate between the dads of the neighborhood. My goodness, Steve's lawn is exquisite. No lawn clippings, perfect edging, and look at the condition of the grass. Wow, it looks so uniform. I bet it's so soft I could take a nap in it. I have to put a stop to these. The next response reads that painting your thumbs green will help your plants grow faster. Well, you know what? You might have a point. If you're gardening, why stop at the thumbs? If you're going to go that far, just paint everything green. Even your plants that died eight weeks ago, leading you to determine it was a lost cause. You know, this tweet was meant to be funny because it's under the hashtag fake gardening facts, but I think we found a hidden gem. Once you get really deep into it, you look at it less as a comedy and more as life advice. Never give up. The next to last response reads that Gatorade is much more effective than water. Now, I know what you're meaning here. I get that you're meaning this towards a planting context, but you better be careful with that statement. You might cause a rift between yourself and Adam Sandler. Seriously, that's tackling fuel, man. You gotta be careful with that stuff. If you don't get that reference, there's a link in the description, by the way. And the last response to the hashtag fake gardening facts is, What made Hulk so angry is that gardeners are said to have green thumbs, but he couldn't grow a decent tomato. Just a word of advice, keep working at it, Bruce. You'll get it eventually. You know what? Hey, I have an idea. Maybe it's time you take a week off from being one of Earth's mightiest heroes and just kick back, put your feet up, and watch HGTV or something. That way, if gardening still isn't your thing, after a few hours of watching it, you could always flip houses. You can't be threatened by what you can't read. That's what one burglar in England found out firsthand. This guy was 67 years old, and he decided to pull off the heist of the century in Eastburn, Sussex, England, which I'm assuming was in his plans because he's retired and had crossed a lot of things off his bucket list already. The note he handed in to the teller at the bank read, Your screen won't stop what I've got. Hand over the tens and twenties. Think of the customers. For the record, I can understand how you'd be threatened by that, but the tellers, they decidedly were not. Simply because, well, they couldn't read it. They just called police and then he was arrested. 
And later, I assumed, after he went back to get some writing skills, he robbed another bank, this time in his hometown. And this time, he made off with about $3,300. This just goes to show you that crime doesn't pay, especially if you have bad handwriting. If you're going to do something risky like that, at least make sure you can write first. That way, you'll save the officers some trouble of walking you through your vowels when you're signing your court date confirmation. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.